0: What is up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is October 23rd, Friday, one of those beautiful weekends we have set up on our way into the city. Um, things are heating up for me. I got a lot of stuff lined up with work. So it's everything's moving forward. And I will say this, I am like pumped on the debate last night. Of course, we're going to go over this. We're going to talk about it and we're going to just rip it apart. I thought that um, it was an amazing debate for Trump. I think that he established himself as not the psycho leader that he is. I wish he did it the first time, but it is what it is. I'm sure everyone has, uh, seen last night, but we'll get to it quick shout out to Dunkin Donuts. You know, I, I opted for not getting the multi-grain wrap. It's just a bad idea, but the ham and cheese on an English muffin, always consistent. My fiance thinks it tastes like cardboard, but I don't fucking mind it. It's delicious and um, they, they brought the heat. I'm actually also drinking black tea, which, fun fact, is actually stronger than green tea. Um, so I got a lot of shit lined up today, but I'm on my way in, and of course I had to drop pod, get everybody kind of, um, you know, my take on last night's debate. I pregame before it, and um, in terms of pre-game, smoked a little weed, <laughs> and that got me in a great state of mind. Um, funny because like weed is like wine you got different vintages you got different tastes you got the cabernets that are you know the, the, the merlots and all this other shit but it was interesting to uh, have a little pre-game and then dinner and then watch a debate I had uh, two friends over because we're all kind of uh interested in the political co- climate that we have my fiancee w- uh, watched it as well because she's uh, back to school and becoming super woke with uh, politics and social policies. So let's just say this. My man Donald, he was a polished man. He had great um, great coaching. He seemed like he was writing shit down. It looked like he might have been maybe drawing uh, a stick figure of Joe getting locked up or something like that, but he was writing a shit ton of notes. I kind of want to see those notes and just see what he was writing there because I've never seen him do that before. And there's a lot of people that might be skeptical that he wasn't writing anything. Um, But he seemed like every time Joe said something, he was charged up, ready to hit him with another uh, knowledge bomb. And again, hats off to Donald. I think he won back some of those undecided voters. I think that he, as you can tell, especially with this whole big uh, scandal with Joe Biden, he's he's walking his way back up to the, uh, to the polls, even though the polls don't mean shit. I mean, if you went by the polls in 2016, you would have thought Hillary would have won every state in the union. So... Regardless of the corrupt polls that are going out, he seems to be climbing back up the charts. There's a new report that there's an African-American voters that are actually voting for him, which is a great sign. Because um, all you hear is how much he, you know, he hates black people and the rhetoric that he's a white supremacist, which is crazy. I don't even want to get into that. But the problem is when you get media lies, um, even if you sort one lie on TV and then you turn it off, that lie sticks but they don't see the next day where it's clarified. Um, oh no, uh, he said this and he clarified himself. You don't see that, so there's some people, and I won't name names, they, they, they took the white supremacist thing with the Proud Boys and they ran with it, but they didn't see him the next day denouncing white supremacism. And um, if you're uh, involved in politics and you're someone who's gonna go vote, you'd have seen Trump backtrack himself and and describe that he's not. I don't think he is. I think he's just like your normal New Yorker. He sees dollar signs. I don't think he sees any sort of color. If you're someone who can bring something to the table for this country, he's someone that um, I, I don't see have any issue. I'm sure he's got issues with with trash, as everyone else does. And that's not a race thing. That's just a um, fucking personality problem. So and that's my stance, too. I obviously am not a racist. But I hate trashy people. I can't stand it. I follow this Reddit that's like r/trashy, and all it does is post. There's also a really messed up one called methany. It just shows people that are messed up on drugs or really trashy, and those are the kind of people that, um, you know, we need to reform and figure out. And that's the stuff you, you know, you really want to dial in. And that's not a race problem. There's white, black, Asian, Hispanic, all types of people that act like trash. So that's my, um, that's the that's the people I kind of just wish would get their shit together, get a job. You know, I, I understand that you lose your job during the pandemic, but there's still jobs out there that you can work. There's still places that need Uber needs, Uber eats drivers. You need kitchen help. You need, um, there's restaurants that are open trying to stay survive. And if you're going to continue to take that shitty unemployment check, you need to reassess yourself and say, you know what? Maybe I need a little bit of that unemployment check, but I'd rather be back at work. I'd rather be doing productive rather than trying to get more XP points on my PlayStation 4 game it's um, better for your mental health I tried unemployment when I was a kid um, like 18 19 I worked seasonal jobs I worked at Newport at bartended and then I would get unemployed when the summer ended and it sounded like a great idea but then I was like yo I'm only getting like 300 bucks a week I was making 300 bucks a night bartending so that didn't last long I got out and the problem is and then I got out of, like I got out of that funk and I had this huge work gap where un- employers are like, "All right, where where were you from November to, um, you know, May?" So that's the kind of stuff that you need to be aware of, and that's the kind of things we need to preach to people. The unemployment's going to go back up. The country's going to go back up. Trump stressed that with his debate, and that's what he needs to run on. He needs to run on positivity, and I feel it coming. I know. Besides being in Boston or any of the states that just want doom and gloom, so they can um, cater to their elderly voters. That's all they care about. But in reality, the young people of America wanna open this country back up again, and we're gonna do it. I, I don't know, you know, if, if, that, if it takes me moving to fucking Florida, because I agree with their politics, I'm gonna have to do that, because right now, I'm being hijacked by politics and scare tactics, and I'm tired of it. The state has gone to shit, and I'm not afraid to say it. And, <clears throat> you know, it's awful. You got a governor who's Republican, but he's talking about being in Joe Biden's, um, his, uh, his his presidential team. If he gets elected, which isn't going to happen, let's be honest. I mean, look where you go, okay? You look everywhere. There's Trump signs everywhere. I see, I'm now starting to see some Biden signs, but it's almost like a little too late. I was seeing Trump signs last year. So I, I, I would be shocked if he didn't win. And, you know, I don't want to get off the debate too much, but... In all reality, Trump slam dunked that debate. Joe was backed into a wall and he all, you know, once again, he needed the moderator to to bring up another topic, get him off that subject. But Trump had him pinned. And luckily, the media is on his side, Joe Biden, which got him out of every little pickle that he got into. And he was also the one interrupting more. Trump got interrupted more like 23 times compared to Joe Biden, like twice. So we all know the fix is in with the interview questions, but you know what? Again, Trump taking the high road actually thought she did a good job on moderating. I thought she did too, um, but again, there were some times though where, where she jumped in. But let's not be petty. You don't want to be petty in moments like this. You kind of want to ride this victory. I definitely give the, the W to Trump. You know, my fiancee who leans left, who um, hates Trump, she admitted Trump won. You know, she... She, she, it's difficult to back Joe Biden when the man looks like he's three days away from death. He doesn't know, um, how to talk. He brought up Hitler. He, like, it's really hard to like this guy. I don't understand. If you, unless you're someone who's just like this soft minded, um, person who just doesn't have the, uh, the, I don't know, like, how do you want that in a leader? I want that in maybe a therapist. I want that maybe in a doctor, someone who's a little calm and collected and, you know, hey, you're dying, like, so I already hear, you, you know, what happened to you. That's fine. But if I'm looking for someone for the leader of the country, the top cop of the place, I want them to have energy. I want them to be, I want them to be able to work a crowd. Joe Biden can't work a crowd and he couldn't do it last night. And he made himself look like an idiot. He brought up how he's going to take away jobs uh, that involve oil and fracking and all that stuff um, for the environment. Again, these jobs, though, they talk about the Green New Deal. They talk these jobs are great. You built a, a windmill in the middle of the ocean, okay? But that windmill's done. You know, it's not like these are continuous jobs where there's jobs that rely on it. There's towns that rely on it. I'm from Rhode Island, and there were jobs that were in the mills, right? And there were French-Canadian people that worked there, Portuguese people that worked there, Irish, Italian, and Hispanic people as they started to uh, immigrate up in the 50s and 60s and 70s. You know what happened? People like Joe Biden, people like Mitt Romney, all these big companies, they outsourced all the jobs to China, India, um, all these textile companies that are, are cheaper wages so they can get rich, destroyed a whole state. If you look at Rhode Island, you look at Woonsocket, you look at you know, Pawtucket, Central Falls. These were all thriving communities. Everyone was living well. It was a suburban little town. And guess what? People like Joe Biden, who's been in office for 40 years, gave that away. And now it's slowly picking up the pieces. Now you're relying on little hipster bros and their breweries and all this other shit to resurrect a a city that didn't need it. It had the factories in town. So that's what he stood on and donald did that he's like 40 something years joe 40 years and then the cages thing oh man like yeah obama built those cages and it's so refreshing and this is again why he won four years ago to shed light on the obama administration because it was so corrupt and so shady and all you did was just get bullshitted the whole time with lip service like a politician does and it's nice to hear someone call them out I will say this: Barack Obama's um, his 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 career as a president was an absolute scam. He gave the country away. He empowered China, and it's time we take it back. You know, I understand China as a market. If you if you're a, a, an American company and you enter China as your market. There's a lot of wealth to be made, but you need to understand you can't sell your country away doing it. And that's what they did. And there's proof now that his son was getting $10 million just on an introduction to his dad. So I really hope shit hits the fan with that scandal because it's just going to keep pulling Joe down. And we're realizing Joe's not this like Scranton scrappy guy that he tells everybody he's a scumbag. And I I, I, I just went on this rant because I'm so passionate about this and watching him Talk at first, you know, until the scandal, it was hard to get anything to stick on this guy because he was America's grandfather, the way they call it. But he is a scumbag. And then Trump again brings up Kamala's even more left than he is. She's going to be more into the socialist policies. Look at California; they don't even want to open Disney World, Ro- Disneyland yet. It's it's bad. It's time to get rid of these animals. And I, at the end of the day, some good disruptions going to come out of this. And I know we're going to be pissed off with the way we shut down the country and it's never going to happen again in my decade, in my lifetime. I, I believe so Americans will not get burned again. I just read that the, um, the, these shutdowns don't work. They really don't. The masks are like, I I, I play the game on wearing a mask because it's polite, but the masks don't really work either. These, you know, these, yes, do they filter a little bit, but it's not inevitable that you could catch the virus. I mean, no one knows how you get it, but there's one thing for sure. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people that are my age survive. So why are you telling people my age that they can't go out? Why are you telling kids that they can't go to school? Oh, because the teachers are complaining about it. I I just have no concept of this. There's no rhyme or reason about it. There was no plan for the business. It was really just to shut the country down, hope it gets even worse so they can blame the president. And look where we're at now. And that's why I love Donald Trump. He's now saying, you know, we're going to open the country up. We can't do this. And even, you know, Fauci has also admitted there's fatigue with the shutdown. It's not going to happen. And Joe wants to shut the country down, and that's going to kill him. So, regardless, it was great. I'm glad that it ended like that. I'm a lot more confident in Donald. The problem is there's been 45 million votes already that have happened, which is, again, bullshit. But here's a few things about these votes. Some people filled them out incorrectly. Okay, so that's not going to count. And then the other part is, if you were pre-voting, you already knew who you were voting for. So, there are some people that are undecided that will go to the ballots um, on November 3rd and place their vote for uh, president when they don't know. And that debate that Trump just did will help his case. Because if you really look at it, I mean, the entertainment op- a- aspect... You, you want a president, though, that keeps you entertained. the president. Joe's the, pres- the kind of guy that will bore you to death so it's not interesting you ever watch c-span that's what they do and then they're passing these crazy fucking laws under your nose because that's the plan you make it boring so no one's interested well trump did it differently he makes it interesting it may not be the way you want to hear it it may be fucking a little bit trashy but he says it and and i respect him for it and that's why he has my vote so big w for donald i had to do that take on the debate huge 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 that he did that. It was awesome. There wasn't even really a mute button. And um I'm I woke up pretty good. I a little pep in my step today, okay? You know, with my black tea and my my donkeys. Um, it's 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 a beautiful morning in the city of Boston. And that's how we wanna keep it. So, you know, that's where we go from there. Um, World Series uh pregame tonight uh game three. I said it, it's gonna be a great series. After game one, I thought the Dodgers were going to smoke them, but the Rays have surprised me. Uh, the Dodgers did have a pretty shitty uh, starting pitching lineup for game two, and um, Dodgers were kind of inching back to to get back in that game, but um, I got a friend who's a huge Dodgers dude, and he basically is telling me, you know, um, there's no chance in hell that the uh, Rays will win, but if the Rays can bat like they did uh you know, and on on game two, we got ourselves a game because I think that Dodgers have the Rays beat in terms of offense. But when it comes to the relief and the pitching, I'm gonna edge the Rays over the um, over the Dodgers. I know you got Kershaw, you got Urias, and you got Bueller. Those guys are studs, but um, you got a, a battle tested team like the Rays. They, they they're from a shitty market. They're from a shitty fucking place, Tampa Bay, like no one ever goes to their games it's not like um the pressure is on the race it's all there and that's important too when you're going into these games it's it's their game to lose when you think of it's they don't care They, they they've acted like they've every game has been imagine playing at a stadium with no fans for your home team and this is before the pandemic so these guys really just um are a good team team aspect and they're not looking for each player to make a difference like, you know, Cody Bellinger or Will Will Smith or any of those guys think that they have to make or Muncie or any of these guys. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to see uh, what's going to happen. I really think the Rays will have a fight. I'm excited to see what's going to happen tonight. You know, you got Bueller on the mound and, um, you know, he's a shutdown dude. And then but problem is you got the Rays with... Some people that aren't as, um, you know, to Bueller's caliber. But if this guy can keep, you know, if he can pitch for five and a half, six innings, that's going to be a decent ball game. And from what I'm hearing is that you know numbers are down for the World Series, but they're not as down as the NBA. But that's um that is what it is. It, it, people aren't watching. The debate was also, you know, you had a few things not the last night, but. There's a few things that are going on in the world. There's a lot of football games that are on on Monday nights and stuff like that. So that's going to take a chunk. Football will always trump anything on TV. But if you can get a chance to watch, you know, don't watch any um, baseball until you get to like the fifth inning. That's the time when you want to watch it. And that's the time when they start to panic and there's, there's bigger hits and things like that. So I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm excited to see what happens with that. And um, I'm excited to see what happens with this campaign trail as well. Back to the debate. I think that there's going to be more scandals that are going to come out with Hunter Biden. And I think that um, we all need to stay, stay, stay ready and be ready to discuss it. And I'll be ready to drop some pods. So hope everyone has a good rest of their uh, morning. I will talk to you soon. Maybe a a Sunday pregame football pod. We'll see. Um, Also, I'm getting better at soccer so get ready. I will be kicking some balls at your face. Um, I'm learning how to actually chip the ball. And soccer is not that easy to play. I, I just didn't... I, I don't know. I I didn't know that there were certain parts of your foot you had to hit the ball with. I didn't know there was like fucking chip shots and all this stuff. It makes it look a lot easier on TV. And I have more respect for anyone that actually played soccer, plays soccer. It's a real deal. So um, I've been just trying to get people to just play that Monday night soccer um, league was amazing. We had tons of fun. The old dude scoring between my legs, but that ain't going to happen next week. I'm slide tackling these old farts. So hope everyone has a good weekend. We'll talk soon. Peace.